What's up? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. This episode is brought to you by the Foundation uh, of Guns for Tots. For a small donation, we will supply toddlers with or in small children with crew serve weapons um, so they can learn team building. This is the M2 Browning heavy machine gun. Yeah, or uh, just your your standard mortar uh, just so they can learn teamwork and also put... Uh, rounds down range um you know pouring lead down yeah range. just spraying hate down range as we used look to call when it, it comes to eating the billionaires we're gonna need every soldier we can get uh-huh down to the last child yeah you can't be plus children are nothing. excellent at loading the links into belts yeah they little got little hands. nimble fingers yeah uh, oh, good absolutely uh, absolutely and they're also good for uh loading munitions like if, if you're building artillery shells you know they've got uses the yeah they've got uses is what we're saying they've got uses so um yeah so. luckily uh republicans are working hard to make sure that children are allowed to work full time damn right in middle school you're so goddamn we're right. getting there i want my nine-year-old to be have a full-time job that dude's dropping yeah, baskets like, you need to go fries. get your 20 hours in this week, bud. Yeah, you piece of shit. Um, so, You're only nine, so yeah. I'm going to make you work 20 hours. Yeah, you, you can have a part-time job. Just when you hit 10, that's when the full-time hours start kicking in, all right? I look like in a blue on the camera, do Yeah, you? that does look super blue. That's so cool. Oh, that's wild. That's I wonder really why weird. it does that. I wonder why it does that. Um, I think this is kind of sensitive to IR light. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. What's up? What's, cool. what's been going on? Uh, so I am a part of a class action lawsuit. If you want to know, uh, of course, because I did I did my Chipotle class action lawsuit last year, which got me a free Chipotle burrito. Nice, so nice. cool. And uh, then this time I got in the mail this uh, warning about uh, Humanogen. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. Uh-uh. Like, I think it was a couple years ago. Yeah, it was. It was because, yeah, hold on. Let me see. They, you know, uh, they were just another, yeah, 22. They were a meme stock. They were supposed to get, you know, they were kind of waiting around for approval on some vital tech. Word. I bought some for cheap just because I had some extra cash in my brokerage account. And... And then uh, sold them much later at a loss because they didn't get it. In there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they got sued because apparently they misled investors uh, regarding the status of their company and the money that they would make. Classic. So they were off. They, I got a thing. They were like, yeah, man, you want compensation? You got to get in on this. So I was like, all right. I mean, fuck it. I started the process because I was like, I don't remember how many of these things I bought. Yeah. And I went to go find evidence because it requires evidence. And I found that I had buy, buy, I bought two shares. <laughs> nice, I, bought it, dude. I bought it with loose cash, and it was literally twelve dollars. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm why filing not? Yeah. it. I'm filing You're it. Goddamn and right. And I will. I think I'm entitled to up to point oh four seven dollars per share. Hell so I yeah. should have about a dime headed my way. Dude, goddamn right. Goddamn right. Any day now. Invest that so, dime. I've got that. I'm going to cash it. Yeah. If they don't think I will, I'll cash it. 
Invest that That's motherfucker. That's my dime, bitch. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I bought them for $12, and I sold them for 6 because they failed. I was like, well, you know, glad I didn't buy more. <laughs> fucking meme stocks, dude. Um, I have... I got an unexpected day off today because... And I'm... Oh, my I, God. I'm, we're not... We're not gonna. I'm gonna say the circumstances, but we're not gonna go into what we talked about on the phone. Uh, sure, you know for a reason. Uh, but basically, um, basically, I woke up this morning to uh, go to work, and I went downstairs and uh, put my key in the ignition, and then tried to reverse out of my parking spot, and I couldn't move. So I was like, okay, well. That's unfortunate. Uh, and so I took a video of me trying to back out of my parking spot and not going anywhere. And then I talked to my boss and was like, hey, uh, just to let you know, I, you know, I'm stuck until at least it gets a little bit warmer and maybe this starts to thaw out. And they were like, well, uh, you know, you're, uh, they were like, you just, you, you might have to use some off time for the morning then, blah, 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 blah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to use a full day. So. I had an unexpected day off, so I, uh, what did I do? I got a bunch of notes done for YouTube videos. Um, That's pretty good. Cool, yeah. And then, so I, I was doing that class that I have, um, yeah. and I got like a decent amount done, and then I got to a course, um, I got to a, uh, I can't remember the name of the actual course, but I had a test, and I've never, I've never failed any of the tests in any of the modules. Never had a problem with it. I don't know what it was about this one fucking test. Maybe it was because it was like, you know, six in the morning and I was tired. But I failed it. And I was like, it was like, all right, try it again. I was like, all right. So I tried it again. Uh, And then I fucked up one of the questions and got just below what I was supposed to get. And it was like, all right, sounds good. You can't do this for another 23 hours. I was like, well, fuck me. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ. I guess that I was like, <laughs> they're like, well, eat a dick. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, that I was like, that knocks off my entire morning schedule. Cause I was going to do this for like six hours. So, uh, I had to figure out what I wanted that does to do. Kind of fuck yeah. Up, I was it? really annoyed by it. I was like, I guess I gotta figure out the fuck I'm going to do with my time. So I fucked around with the YouTube videos and stuff like that. I don't, nobody know at work knows I have a podcast and I don't use my real name. So I can talk about work. Yeah. Uh, my work is a disaster right now. So yeah. it's a new year, right? It's 2024, as I understand it. And 2024 is the year that comes after 2023. As some and say. if I remember correctly, we were pretty sure at the start of 2023 that 2024 would happen. Yeah. Right. Like we knew. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, well, all in agreement. It's been a huge shock. It was a huge shock to management because here we are, almost two weeks into the new year, and we have not published the prices for the new year, even though there is a price increase, a significant one. Ooh. We just haven't. And and a customer calls me and they go, "Hey, I hear there's a price increase." I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, where are those prices?" It's like we don't have them. <laughs> and he's like, well, how do I sell it if I don't know how much it's going to cost? I'm like, that is, that is really that's an a great excellent question. question. Yeah, good yeah, question. Yeah, I'm going to have to refer that to your DSM. Yeah. You're going to need to talk to your, your, man, your sales manager because that guy, I don't know. I don't know. So we didn't update any of, like, any of the tools we use to price stuff, any of the um, pricing structure, any of the new price books, we didn't get any of that ready. Hell and, yeah, dude. That's and awesome. it's really so, like, a uh, funny example. They were like, oh, if you want to quote this line of pumps, because it uses its own software to quote. Yeah. They were like, 
uh, just edit the PDF that it produces manually and put the real price on there. And I was like, this is the largest pump company in the world. Yeah. I can't what do you mean, it. dog? Uh, that's silly. That's very silly. And if you do that, that means there's no accountability for where that price came yeah, from. Yeah. So like, like, you could do that. The customer could just edit the PDF and do the same thing. We'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and sounds run. good. Yeah. Like, there's no evidence to anything. So it's not a good system at all and then they were like oh yeah well it's not loaded into the system we're like well customers can use this themselves they can use it themselves to generate a code <laughs> and so we're like what's happening with the customers doing that and they're like they're giving themselves a five percent discount they just get a discount you're cool with that? No all right yeah, i mean they're just like well i don't know what else to yeah. do i was like what the fuck wait this is all so preventable this is all so avoidable you would think that the largest and pump. We company. haven't processed any orders since the new year started because of all of these problems. Oh. There, so there's just a massive backlog. I was going to say, building. I'm sure people love that. I'm sure they're super. And I know, oh yeah, yeah, right. And I know they're going to, the salespeople and the execs are going to be like, sales were pretty low at the start of the month. Hey, so like, no, it's gonna Yeah. I wonder they, why. They'll do that. That's they so. really will. They have, they have absolutely no idea how their job affects our job, and they don't care at all. Oh, of course they don't. At all. They don't care I remember this one time. It was so incredible. We had a meeting with this dude who's like five layers above us, yeah. right? And there's probably ten layers to go till you're at the top of the company. Maybe even twelve. Um, the And so he's like five, six above us. And... It's very rare to ever even have a conversation with these dudes. Most of the time, people at that level are just saying things at you, and yeah, then they leave. Yeah. They don't care. They never ask nothing. I don't give a shit about so, you. No, no. So this guy sits down and has a talk with us, which is super rare. Whoa. And he's like, here's all the amazing ideas we're going to do for the year. And this whole group of seasoned professionals who have worked the job and are seeing how all of these things will affect their job are asking very specific and pointed questions. And they're like, how will we do this? How will we do that? And he's like... Is it, well, shit! I didn't uh, think no of one's that. mentioned that yeah. before. He's like... I, and one part where he, my favorite was like, oh... Um, nah, it's not like that. And everyone's like, it's like it that. It is for sure. It's like really, that. it is like that, though. You can't. And he was like, it is? And I'm like, <laughs> it's always been like that, bro. So like, like, it's like, almost as if you should have consulted the people that do this job on a daily basis. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I was like, that meeting rocked that dude's world. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. He's, I didn't like, know he's like, hold on. I, I got to take notes. Give me a second. <laughs> Dude, he ended up stopping and taking notes no shit. in the meeting. Cause he's yeah. like, Oh my God, I didn't know about that. Maybe you guys, yeah. Yeah, maybe you guys should have started fucking doing this. Uh, Dude, at the it's beginning. crazy. And the thing is that motherfucker will get all the way to launching something without ever talking to any of those people. So we're all like, well, what about this? And then they're like, Oh, Oh shit. That's like, insane. here's a, here's a, Without getting too into the weeds about it, let me yeah, give you a perfect yeah, yeah. example. So when you buy stuff, we have a, individual items are in individual lines. They each need their own line. They had this genius idea to sell these a few things, and they were going to sell it as a package. And we're like, oh, cool idea. And he's like, yeah, awesome idea. And we're like, okay, so how do we handle returns? Uh, because we need uh, a single line. It has to be on the line. Yeah. And if you did that, it would be one line for four things. And he was like... 
that doesn't matter. <laughs> and we're like, it matters. Uh, it matters. <laughs> <I assure laughs> it you. really matters. And everyone's like, this is how it'll fuck everything up. This is how it's going to fuck everything up. But he's like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and like, I'm pretty sure that that got delayed because of that conversation because it didn't come out when he said it was. Dude, it's crazy <laughs> to me that like. I was like, how much money you make, motherfucker? Dude, yeah, oh, like people who get in these positions and like make this much money, like it always seems like they never have any kind of like common sense of what it what like cause and effect of like oh if we change this it'll affect this it's just we're gonna they change this think about it. we're gonna change this and i don't give a shit what any of you have to say about it it's like okay that's just gonna fuck my entire job up but it's by like, all means so so the company pays you to come up with ideas that are just a pie in the sky yeah, and yeah. it's everyone else's job to do them like Dude, or and how figure do you, them out yeah, how do you serious? get that fucking job because like i, I could do. come up with you ideas do. all days all day yeah man. oh my god and and so right now with all this shit going on our, our even our, our direct manager is usually really nice and and communicative but he's been like dead silent and i think a big part of it is because his manager is not pleasant and if he is seen as saying he's like yeah i mean everything's kind of fucked up right now he could get in trouble yeah so he's just kind of like you know what man wipe my hands of it i'm not even i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know and uh it's bad it's pretty bad more reasons why why higher ups and corporations are fucking useless useless oh yeah useless. yeah I'm like, I'm, it's like there's a bunch of stuff now that i'm just like i won't do that until it's fixed i'm not gonna do it that's so stupid i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna put my name on that disaster of yeah. a band-aid idea yeah. no nah. so it sounds like work's no. been pretty easy oh uh, yeah awesome it's been <laughs> awesome i've actually been like the weather was really bad did you see the videos i posted on my snapchat yeah yeah holy shit dude so like we had a shitload of snow and then it like hurricane rained a few days later and it flooded this joint out. So I've been stuck in my house for like f- four days. Today Hell was the first yeah. day that I... I know. It was the first day I've been on a walk to, in four or five days. And work is so slow. I've been like... Like, try, just like, oh, I gotta do this. I just what do coming I do? up with shit to do, you know? Yeah, yeah, just to get through the fucking day. So I'm cleaning my desk, reorganizing. Everything's great. It's reorganizing <laughs> here. Perfect. I've never had more leisure time. I'm reading um, a book... Call about from um it's written from the perspective i mean it's not written for, it is it's a journal from a civil war private uh, who fought for the confederates oh. it's called it's funny it's called co and then a y t c h a y t c h and so i read it and i was like Co-a-t-ca. yeah what Co-a-t-ca. what the fuck does and, that mean and i remember so i was telling someone i was like i don't even know what it's called like co h Oh, Co H. Yes, Company <laughs> H. That's what he's in. That's right. Right. H. Okay. That's they spelled right. the letter H. Um, and uh, it's pretty fucking good. Uh, kinda. He has some really annoying tendencies, and he's also like, seceding was right. I'm like, you're a dumb. You're twat. a fucking idiot, bro. He's like, we're just fighting for our states' rights. Oh, I'm like, of course, to, yeah. to do what? To do what? Yeah, what well, the states' rights to do what? Not- There's even one part where he's like writing this like dramatic. Um, representation of a battle from like a conversation of two people, and you know, and like the union is a guy and the the south is a guy, 
And he's like, we'll, st- we'll even stop slavery. We won't even touch a single slave. Don't even look at him like you want. And I was like, oh, my God, what you little the- piss yeah, baby. You fucking yeah. little bitch, bro. Uh- oh, my God. But it is it is really interesting. It is a super interesting book. And it's been making me want to eat, like, <laughs> like bread and corn and some fucking tack, dude like oh, fucking- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> some sow belly you know a little bit of blue beef yeah you know what, what I mean? the fuck i'm still dude, reading so i am gonna make i'm gonna make indian pudding because he was talking about it like it was the it best goddamn so thing yeah uh and uh, i'm gonna give that a whirl it oh and dude there was this crazy thing so i he says this thing where he's He's um, going and he gets a breakfast. He gets a real good breakfast. He's like, I got myself a Jarvis breakfast. And I was like, what the fuck is a Jarvis breakfast? Yeah, and I what? looked it up. I couldn't find shit about it. Then I found a thread on a Civil War uh, forum, Civil War uh, Recreators forum. Nice. Because, um, yeah, I mean, they actively they talk about it. the Civil War all the time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And... They were like, uh, it was somebody asking, hey, I read this book, and I want to know what a Jarvis Breakfast is. And the thread was awesome. And it had, like, ever these guys were, like, real historians. And they were like, here's what it could be, here's what it could be. And I was like, wow, fascinating, interesting. So then one guy Well, what the fuck is a Jarvis Breakfast? Um, the, so I'm getting to it. Okay. So one guy mentions the possibility of it. Is, he's like, it could be like a kind of an Irish or an English breakfast. That's sort what of I was situation. thinking, like an English breakfast. And he was like, and he, he had awesome evidence of what that could be. Nice. And, uh, and, uh, then he was like, I got a really good one in Bethlehem once. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I, so I sent that thread to my girlfriend now and, uh, she, looked at it and she's like i think i know that place in bethlehem because if it was the bethlehem we're talking about was just the one where i live right next to she would know exactly where it was and they did have it on the menu and it has opened long enough because the th- the post was like 16 years old yeah. so it had been open long enough for him to have seen it so i went and looked at the guy and i looked at his uh, profile he put his name just right on the bottom Naturally. of the thread <laughs> of the thing just dude. his full <laughs> name is right on the post just civil like, okay, war specialist shit. activities dude <laughs> i just saw his name and I, I saw a name and i was like well i'll, I'll just check to see if that's an because that's his a name it's right yeah. there and it was i found a post of a doctor in york pennsylvania just which is like, like an hour away and I was like, okay, that could be him. And then I clipped looking around and I found a post of uh, that name and a Civil War reenactors thing in York. No shit. Uh, outside of York. And it had a picture of him like way younger. I was like, it's him. That's him. It's him. So we think it is that restaurant in Bethlehem. And we're going to go get the Jarvis breakfast. Just, and, just uh, call that guy. Live like a civil. And I, I am going to. Call that to. guy. Be like, hey, yeah. I know this is weird, hey, but man, I found I, this Civil I, War I, thread. I tracked you down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you were very easy to find. Your optic is. Horrible, horrible. I don't know if you're worried about that, but I, you're a very easy person to find. Um, yeah, I am. I'm gonna. I want to confirm it with them. Yeah, uh, and, I bet he we're gonna go and get it. I bet, Dude, I, I think bet, so I too. bet he would talk your fucking ear off about it. Absolutely. I think so too. I think so would. too. I actually wanted to wait to call him to, to a, after I finished the book. Was my plan? Naturally, yeah. That's so, because so, so he's gonna gab about it, I'm sure, and he's oh, gonna he's yeah. gonna tell me a bunch of books to read 
It's gonna be great. What if he's just but, like a yeah. fucking dickhead? He's like the he fuck you call di- yeah. Actually, so he is a he is a doctor, like a full on yeah. doctor. His reviews are incredible. No like, shit. They, they, everybody's like nicest guy in the fucking world. Go get like, a checkup from him, and as he's checking up, you're like, hey, I'm actually not here for a checkup. I just needed some of your time. So go he's ahead. He's like sit a down. specialist. Yeah. Too, so it would be like really specific <laughs> yeah. to get to him. <laughs> he's like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> Yes, I am. And so, again, I, if he's such a nice guy, but he would just be like, oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah. And then use your appointment time to just talk about this book. I think so too. Um, I'm stoked to try out all the Civil War Eatons. Dude, I, I don't know. Slot, I get bro. like this when I read books like that, like historical books. Because, yeah. dude, especially like a, like anyone anyone in the 1900s, all they fucking think about is eating. Yeah. Dude, I mean, they they're like, I don't know where it's going to come from, but I'm going to eat. I'm with it. They don't. So, like, I have to go reap my yeah. fucking food from and the also, earth today if also, I want to eat. They ain't got other things to occupy their time. They're going to do push they a hoop around with not. a stick, bro. No. Like, you dude. get one pleasure in life, and that's eating. And maybe fucking but you know i bet it wasn't even that great back then so or and dirty yeah dirty it was real dirty so dirty. so i mean eating was like you know uh a uh, fucking carnal pleasure they wanted it they 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 thought about it, it dude, all the time it, i swear to god i mean and then you know you got a hungry fucking soldier yeah in the south which was already struggling to feed itself like that dude, all he fucking talks about is eating, and I'm like, I'm fucking, hu- dude, I'm gonna yeah. go eat I'm some a hungry boy right now, dude. <laughs> I, that's why grits. I made some grits because of it, dude. Yeah. Like, he was talking about eating fucking co- every version of corn, like, and he was like, at their worst, they're like, yeah, all we had to eat was parched corn, and uh, that's. Ju- I was like, what's the recipe for parched corn? Oh, you just put just corn. corn on a, a corn, hot, yeah, yeah, okay, it's corn. just right. And uh, there was one part where they were like all super hungry, and his dad found him because <laughs> all the time people would just like walk up on this dude on the battlefield not even the <laughs> battlefield but like a hot picket like like near enemy lines and like hey i found you uh i have a letter for you and oh, like, oh. <laughs> jesus christ uh, <laughs> and uh, we gotta talk about the mailman like, of the civil war just fucking, oh like, dude no dude these were just like people <laughs> they're like literally just people like a shop owner, a sheriff, a dad, like whoever. I was like, I was like, how the fuck do letters work? Yeah, <laughs> it was just whoever. Just <laughs> hey, can you just walk you know that over this, there? They're yeah. like, yes. They're like, oh, I know where that guy is. Don't worry, I'll take it. Yeah, uh, I trust you. Completely. Yeah, but uh, it's funny because my story has an uh, a postal service element to it. Um, but he brings his dad in, and he's like, oh, man, I'll go show him to the captain, and the captain will be like, come eat dinner with me, and I'll get to eat some delicious captain <laughs> The captain's like, come eat dinner with me, and then the man's slave um, uh, puts down in front of him a meal of parched corn. I was like, damn. oh, shit. And I was like, captain and the captain's, yeah, the captain's parched eating parched corn. Uh-huh. corn. You're in dire straits right there, bud. Um, I'm still reading Termination Shock. How far uh, into it are you? Uh, I've still got like 16 hours left. Um, oh, you're you're barely dinging away. Yeah, I I'm hoping. I don't know why it hasn't piqued my interest yet. Uh, really? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it takes a minute. Like, I'll, like you know, it, the same thing happened with Red Rising. Like, it was like I wasn't super into it, so I chipped away at it, and then I was like, oh shit. Okay. How, well, how far are you right now? Tell me what part you're. At. Uh. I believe I'm at the part where they are, they like, TR shows them like his sulfur deposit stuff. You're at the, okay. So, so I'm. Okay. Did he explain what the sulfur deposits are for? Uh, isn't it for like 
fuel, right? Or am I wrong? I'm no. not. No. Okay. Cool. So I haven't gotten there. Okay, I remember so you them mentioning. Yeah. yeah. Let me get there and see. Uh, I was going to say that. I was like, you're right at a big reveal. Okay, like, that's cool, a great, cool. That's cool. where you're like, and that's where it's like, oh, it's shit. It starts really fucking going crazy from there. Okay, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I was like, no one's gotten I shot. will say, like, because early the Dutch princess, whatever, her stuff was, like, pretty hard for me to give a fuck about for a while. Yeah. Um, I was like, no one's I getting love shot the, in the face. No one's getting blown up. Yeah. It takes a little bit. But, okay. yeah, that comes. All right. Did, have you gotten... Did they cover... Have you been with the Indian dude yet? I don't think so. I've... Okay, uh, you would know. You would yeah, 100% yeah, know. Yeah, no, then no, I haven't. Okay. Um, so okay, interesting. That's fine. That's fine. You gotta get... Yeah, dude, those are two of the biggest hooks. So, yeah, yeah you I'm not... Like I there. said, I'm not gonna give up on it because I'm, you know, kind of bored by it. I'm gonna keep going, but uh, as as long as I know that I'm, I'm on the cusp of something... Um, to me, to me, what's awesome about Neil Stevenson is what a lot of people hate about him is how detailed and in the weeds he'll get. And yeah. I'm like, more, yeah, more, yeah, yeah please. Yeah. I like that. And, I think uh, maybe, maybe this, this is like my first like actual disaster book outside of like the sci-fi realm to where like this is like an actual disaster happening, like global warming. So I'm like. A little bored by it because I'm like this. I, this is happening. I'm going to experience this right now. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to see this in real life soon. So you, know about uh, big, you need like big events. There's yeah yeah. There's plenty in that one. Um, that one's actually like super exciting. A lot of climate ones are like we're just real thirsty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sucks. That's the, that, yeah, and, and so as long as I know that a bunch of wild shit will probably happen soon, I'm like, all right, I'll stick with it. But uh, that was my worry about climate change books. Was like, I mean, they yeah, need events. Yeah, exactly. Natural disasters. Yeah, so that's why I was gonna suggest Ministry for the Future because that one starts with a a fucking event, and you're like, whoa, yeah, it's crazy. Drawn right in immediately. So, uh, but that one tapers way more at the end, whereas Termination Shock just gets crazier. Okay, the whole okay. Book. I'll, I'll stick with it then. Did I? Did we already? Did we? I already talked about my last run in with the law, right? Yeah, I yes. did. Yeah. So yes. cool. Um, because fucking. Yeah, I uh, was told by uh, a retired police officer that, you know, is friends of my family that I should file a complaint against that man. Uh, Hell yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, Why, cool. Why, because he's a fucking thug? Yeah, and, and they were like, the way he acted was just a fucking asshole. And also, if he would have ran your VIN number, and because apparently Kansas is not good at at. at anything anything yeah. and differentiating license plates as part of that so um uh so they were like if you would have ran your vin number he would have found that it came back to you so i don't know why he chose to make a whole spectacle out of it uh and then i was home not too long ago again and every time i go out now i need to like go out if i'm at the bar i need to go and check on my car and make sure there's not a fucking cop about to dude, they're like little it. fucking bugs. Yeah, dude. Yeah, so, seriously. So I, Get out of here, I, I went to my car uh, when I was back home, and they get I get so excited. I know. I, yeah, I'm like, bro, such little loser, so dude. fucking annoying. So I went back to my car, or I was at the bar one night, and I went out to my car to grab something. I think I was like, um, you know, fucking taking some of my kratom because I was tired or whatever, and I'm sitting there drinking out of this Dr Pepper bottle. And this cop passes me, and I would imagine his license plate scanner lights up, and so he stops, 
exactly how the first that last cop did and i was like oh this dude's about to get out and try to talk to me or i don't know maybe he thought that i was like doing drugs or something like that and so i'm like drinking out of this dr pepper bottle and i guess he probably maybe thought it was like alcohol so i set the fucking dr pepper bottle on top of my car so he can see it and i'm like this is fucking look at this yeah you wanna Uh, yeah yeah. so and then uh after i took another drink of it set on top of my car and then put it back in my car and closed my door he drove off i was like you fucking stupid nerd you that fucking bored? Go do something. Like, go do something important. Like, fucking. Yeah, like, don't you don't you have some other crimes to ignore? Yeah, please dude, go somewhere for real. else. Fuck off. So that Jesus was fun. Christ. Um, I mean, think every time, every moment he spends with you is a moment he spends not shooting an unarmed black child. That is so, true. That, that is very that, very that, true. Yeah, I mean, I would rather we appreciate your side. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I'd rather <laughs> him, yeah, yeah, him <laughs> occupy his time with me than to go harass some fucking person of color because I mean, it's Tulsa, Oklahoma, so they love doing that. Yeah, uh, they love doing that. Oh, God, that. yeah. Tulsa loves uh, doing that. <laughs> and so, uh, but we, we got a bunch of fucking snow uh, this week, which was cool. I fucking love snow. Super into snow. Dude, uh, every time it snows in Pennsylvania, even if it's a bunch, it rains a bunch like within two days, and that's then everything's gone. That's crazy. It happens all the time here. I could. I, those are both of my two favorite weather systems. But I'd be like, bro, just let it stay a little bit. I was like, like uh, yeah, bit. for real. I was because I was intrigued because I'd never been in the city for that much snow. I was like, how does it work? And then it was all gone right away. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was well, like, well, well you're not gonna oh. find out. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, no. Go no, fuck yourself. Dude, yeah. some people just like people are so fucking stupid in the city. I swear to God, they're dumber in driving in the snow than out in the not in the city. Because yeah. people were like, they're trying to get up. I mean, it was insanely bad. Like the snow was pounding into the ground. You could hear it hitting the ground. Damn. And there was like, you know, five inches in the snow of ground on the, uh, on the ready. And people are like trying to go up hills in their sedans with bald tires and they're like Damn, swerving bro. all over some people just one person just left their car in the middle of the street in front of my house because what like, I, I can't do it no more <laughs> when it when it first started snowing here uh the other day uh i was going i went to quick trip and then i was coming home from quick trip and if you know you know but viewers or listeners don't there is a giant fucking hill from this quick trip down to my apartment it's a giant hill like it is a steep motherfucking hill like something i would not want to walk up so as i'm going down i'm like why the fuck are we just sitting here and then i guess i guess somebody took that going down that hill a little too fast trying to turn into an apartment complex and slid and took out the stop sign and so they had to get pulled out i was like why would you fucking not yeah you know this hill is here like and you can see it's one of those hills you can look at and be like oh that shit is fucking steep i should probably slow down yeah but you want to take that turn going 25 30 miles an hour bro fucking idiot idiot i'll never forget seeing like driving from columbia missouri to kansas after a big blizzard had blown through and it was like literally the morning after that it happened and they'd started clearing off the roads and we drove we had to drive because i had to go back to work because they wanted me they would risk they wanted me to risk my life yeah of instead course. of fucking of course whatever so so i did that and 
the whole way. It's just, I'm, I swear to God, I saw like 20 Dodge Chargers. I'm not kidding. Like, strewn on the side of the road. And I'm just like, what about that car makes you think it's built fuck. for snow? Like, I, I don't understand. It's, like, what? It's the people who buy yeah, them. It's you true. know, oh, I don't yeah. believe for a second that it's particularly worse at driving than like a sedan on yeah. the r- road. Mm-hmm. But it's just every one of those drivers is so fucking dumb. For it's some like reason, how every it's like how in video games with like different uh legends, like you start there are real personality stereotypes about di- the people who pick different yeah, legends yeah. because they, yeah, they, they do, do attract they do. Just a yeah. kind of person. Yeah, and it's like it's a personality test in itself. It's like uh yeah, and it's ah, that is very true. The people that buy those cars think that like oh I'm in a charger, yes. dude. I'm not gonna get stuck, bro. And it's like. I'll, <laughs> what there was one time i saw a dude in a charger he was going up like a mildly steep hill that i have to go on to get the highway yeah. get onto the highway after work and i i'm just chugging along steady in my little ford focus right past him as he's like fish tailing and not going anywhere at all like he but i i made it out of there and left he did not make dude, it up the hill you know, what, as they, I saw. You know what they say when you get stuck just give it more gas if i can just spin <laughs> oh, the tires just, dude it was so stupid oh, people are dumb bro I, it's, just it's unbelievable it's just common sense um, unbelievable how long did you want to gab for uh, how long have we gabbed for? 32 minutes. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah, that's uh, not I mean, I figured 45 minutes. That works, yeah, because we don't have super long uh, not super long super notes. long. No. Super long notes. We're easing into it, our sugary and spicy yeah. season. Yeah, we're back, so now we got to do actual content. And uh, I know. It's, it's Are you guys excited? Yeah, we you don't tell know us to if do. you're excited that we're getting back into the content. <clears throat> yeah, we uh, need to hear it. Yeah, uh, frankly, y'all just kept listening to well, yeah. everything we made, so we so were like, "Well, you're here for the long haul, so you might as well fucking." We tell appreciate us. that. You yeah, might so as tell well us what you want to tell us to hear out of. Oh, us. I started watching uh, the creator last night. Um, I didn't finish it because oh, yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go to work, and so uh, I went to bed. Looks at, pretty cool, right? Yeah, it was pretty sick. I got to the part where I like that. One of my favorite things was like the beginning where they're like, you know, sneaking up on that compound or whatever, and those dudes come out of the water getting real sneaky, beaky like, and then there's like yeah. a 500 foot ship in the sky shooting a blue <laughs> laser under the ground. I was like, yeah, they're not gonna see that. This fucking beacon <laughs> from the sky, dude. Only. All one lookout I had to do was like, what's that? And you know, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> From like 40 miles yeah, away. Dude, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, right exactly. I was like, I'm like, if the light is really on all yeah, the time, like that, that, are you serious? does not seem inconspicuous at all. Like, you could bring that you bad know, boy. Like, also, that's got to be like absolutely incinerating every bug and bird dude, that yeah. crosses. Oh, that is, a- even if it's just. Like it's like a regular what? laser. It's still taking out any insect it comes into contact with. Oh, and I'm like, it can't be eye safe. No, no fucking fuck chance. No, you're not looking up that thing. Boil your yeah, little eyeballs. Yeah, they basically your built the giant ship, and they're like, everybody, don't look at it. <laughs> don't don't look. <laughs> you're gonna need sunglasses if it. you look up at this thing. Also, if you want to get, it, have you seen what it does yet? Uh, I've seen it. I don't. I don't know because I see. I saw it drop bombs, but that's that's about the extent of what I've seen. What it does yet? That's that's what the point of that. Oh, thing it is. just that's drops it bombs. Seems like I you- mean, yes. 
seems like yes. you could just do that with like an I, airplane. I was like, this thing is in space. Yeah. Launching like ICBM sized bombs. Yeah. Like straight down. And I'm like, with with a bird frying laser on it, it. and I was like, what? this cannot be better. Yeah, it than... seems pointless. You can literally I'm just like an airplane can't do that. Yeah, of this so anymore? you can just full fuel up like a, a fucking uh, a bomber and and do a run. But hey, by all means, I wonder if maybe the idea. I don't know, because maybe the idea is that it's so easy to shoot down a plane that like it's got to be in yeah, space. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe? I feel like I feel like it's but implied. It's I feel like it's implied that not only is it this thing that drops bombs, but it's like a, um, a eye in the, a, a big center. brother eye in the sky type thing where it's like we can. I think be, it is just we can the be anywhere. Of laying our dick on the, the yeah, shoulder. exactly. We can be yeah. anywhere in point five seconds. So fuck you. I guess it would be pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's like, ah, uh, do I need to like you know fucking special forces? How does it change orbit? That seems crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I have it's no clue. slow down. I don't know. I have no it's idea. It's crazy. I, I was it, like, I just, they were like, this is our only hope for the war. And yeah. Like, just this thing? Right no. Though. Yeah. I feel like you put all your eggs in one basket and it's not, yeah. it's not. I do, it's working. a weird basket you've chosen. Ex- yeah, exactly. Yeah. I saw that. Whatever. The point of that movie is it looks cool. Yeah, it just AF. looks cool as fuck. Yeah, that's all that's that matters. That's all I was there for. It gives and it a was shit cool. about the practicality. It's cool. And it blows things up, which is even cooler. Um, I saw yeah. this. I saw this clip from this video that I, I I've seen the video long. I saw that one too. Yeah, it was a good one. I, it made you really made good you one. think. Next <laughs> transition. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was like this animated thing of like AI is just blowing each other up, and it's been long after humans have like died. And the AI just never got shut off, so it's just going to war with each other. And like the opening scene is like a plane, a big fucking uh, plane that's carrying these giant bombs, and the the uh, console is like, oh, you know, bombs ready, pilot data, no pilot, so it throws up its own AI pilot. And I wonder, like. That would be a cool future where we all just die and AI just blows the shit out of itself forever. I think it's hilarious. I think it's awesome. I was just I was thinking about so funny. <laughs> like if it takes it really far, and it's like, well, we need to make more bullets, and they start like making little AI miners and everything. Yeah, and yeah. They just make a little exactly. society to support their war against yeah, each other, and it's just a constant war effort forever now. And it's like I love that. And like the history books, are you know, say like humans fucking you know get off planet or whatever, and like what what happened to Earth? Like, well, there's just like a constant war happening on Earth right now, and the kids are like, why? And it's like, well, we forgot to turn off the AI. We forgot to program them to stop. Uh, that was not in our. Yeah, not do that. Uh, stopping was not in our uh, repertoire, so we just—they're just killing each other, um, and then constantly creating more AI to kill each other. It's beautiful. That's bad. How's that different than what we're doing? I, right it now? really you know I mean? is no different than what we're. We just we value the, uh, the human life. Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. The air yeah. quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the people who are like. In the creator universe, like, I don't believe it's a person. I'm like, you're so stupid. Yeah, you're dumb. Uh, like, what? Are you serious? What? What? Like, I think a dog or a dolphin is, is a non-human a person. Yeah, person. It's yeah. a non-human person. Yeah. You don't think we can make, we don't think we can make a robot at that level of intelligence? Dude, yeah. Even? And like, it's like the only thing. It's that, no a person. The only thing that 
differentiates you know us humans from this you know super complex ai you've created is that we created but in retrospect we create other humans so how is it any motherfucking different than it being yeah, an yeah it doesn't feel different at all yeah I mean, like yeah. the main character like it's not a, it's not dead we just turned it off and it's like okay well, their you brain can, doesn't have blood in yeah, it yeah like, you can make that excuse for humans <laughs> okay. it's not dead we just turned this human off and it's so like, like it's the heart and i'm like well dick cheney bad example but it wouldn't be a person yeah then, exactly you know? yeah it's like yeah. There's no part of a person that you can argue you could replace, and then they're like, now they're not a human. But I'm like, yeah. okay. But all of a sudden, okay. these, these super complex... But Theseus, that bitch, you got a whole robot. That's a person. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I, that concept never made any sense to me. And it's like, uh, like they've obviously... It doesn't have feelings. Well, it's just, Yeah. I like, mean, I've seen so many movies do that, and I'm like, what are you talking about? It, like, iRobot? Yeah, yeah. Perfect example. He was so mad at him, and I was like, and it's, it's like, a person. It, it, like, uh, Clearly. it doesn't have feelings. It's just programmed to have feelings. Like, well, we're kind of just programmed yeah, to so have feelings. Yeah, you. We were programmed at a young age to have feelings fact, and shit. There was this. there was a study. I just read about this where they were like, humans don't have free will. They were like, we're essentially deterministic machines yeah. that would do the same thing if we're put in the same situation with the same circumstances. And we would do it over and over. And uh, I'm like, well, there you fucking yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, we no free will fucking <laughs> at all. We're just, it's just lights and colors, babe, uh-huh. and we're just forming we, into what that wants us to be. Lights and colors, and we're just fucking uh, meat sacks that are being piloted by electricity, and fucking, <laughs> that's that, you know. It's not, it is electricity, we're, we're, it, you're it, right. It literally just is electricity. I, I find that concept so crazy, because a lot of people, like, don't think about that. I'm like, we're literally just powered by electricity like that's the only reason we're up and moving around like once your fucking brain starts fucking stops making those those synapses stop firing yeah, yeah. And the zip zaps stop happening in your brain you're a dead human and that's what it is so what does that differentiate us from fucking robots so or anything like that uh, because that's the only <laughs> yeah, thing it's powering like, them i feel like if we make robots they're gonna probably have like wet parts in them anyway yeah uh, yeah absolutely like a really smart yeah. one yeah almost certainly. like you're I'm telling like, me whatever. that uh, this robot's not gonna need a that's just such a weird argument like my my piece... i want to hear someone come at us with Do, it yeah someone, what yeah. do you got why, for us why would for you real? why would you say ai or like a, an advanced ai android is not a real person because they are yeah um, worthy and, of like respect and empathy yeah and, and you know i mean you're gonna no. sit there like yeah we have you <clears throat> excuse me we've got blood coursing through our veins okay so we're not i assure you i'm almost positive that if we create some sort of advanced you know android humanoid robot we're, they're gonna have liquid cooling or something like that or like you know and hydraulic hydraulics. fluid yeah co- coursing through their robot veins so it's the same shit. Stupid argument right yeah, up. And then duh. they're like, you can just make them in a factory. Mormons exist. Yeah. They're doing the same yeah, thing. They're, they're making just, humans by the butt. I would say they're churning, churning fucking other churning. Little, little Mormons out. We can't out. even stop some yeah, of them. We yeah. can't. And, and at least with like AI, we can be like, you know, we can just create as many as we want. Uh-uh, everybody, every fucking, like, stupid human and their fucking mom is like, we have a right to have kids. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean... I mean, truly. Yeah, I, like, there are people out there that definitely should not have kids, and it is... And not, like, is. they shouldn't have one, and they'll have, like, seven. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and they're 
Well, they need to have them. Yeah, and they you can, listen, doing- you can make a strong argument and be like, we should be allowed to have at least one kid because we, we should be allowed to continue a legacy, foster life, blah, blah, blah. I get that. I, I, I respect that to an extent, but you being like, I'm going to have 16 kids and there's nothing you can do about it. Irresponsible. You're an asshole. Stop. Um, Stop. Yeah, irresponsible. So, um, Speaking of irresponsible, transition. Uh, <laughs> Star Citizen, your favorite game that you think is totally a real game, introduces a $48,000 ship bundle. <laughs> I never said that I thought it was a real game. Uh, You've been defensive of it, I, and I won't stand I it. Listen, I've been <laughs> defensive of the fact that I like how technical it is with space travel and stuff like that. I think that it's. I think that this game is still in early access, and they're charging people thousands of dollars for ships is fucking stupid. Um, I thousand dollars. I will hold my tongue on what I think spending all that money on those ships are because a good friend of mine does that, and I love him dearly and respect him. But like, it's it's like you haven't released the full game. The AI is shit. One of the reasons I stopped playing is because I would go into like a mine or whatever to kill a bunch of bad guys, and like. Either they would run at me and then turn around and just let me shoot them in the back, or they would fucking beam me in the head immediately. So I'm like, this this just doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, but releasing a forty thousand, what the fuck? Like, what is what does a forty eight thousand dollars ship even fucking do in that game? Like, what it's a like ship bundle? Well, uh, what's in the bundle? A ship and fucking. I should have a whole fleet for forty eight thousand dollars. I'm be honest. Comprised of over a hundred and seventy five vessels. Okay, yeah, that's a fleet. There you go. Uh, do From I- every manufacturer of note, this perfect collection, including all ships released and concepted through two nine five three, empowers every fleet commander to forge a lasting legacy, leading humanity towards a brighter future. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I think you can. It's fight only if in that game. Only if you have this is only available to people in the Star Citizen Chairman's Club. To get to that tier, you have to have spent ten thousand dollars in game already. I want to know how many people are part of the Star Citizen Probably Club. Probably more than ten. You know, that's what I'm yeah, gonna guess. I could see that. Enough for them to be like, let's open it. Yeah, yeah, there had to have been some (laughs) kind of, like, possibility of them thinking someone would buy it. And they're like, if these people have spent $10,000, they're going to spend more. So here we go. Uh, But I'm just like, dude, I don't know. I couldn't. You really They're basically paying. Think about it like this. I mean, it kind of makes it better. It's rich dudes paying nerds to make them... The ships that they want to go tug around in. Yeah, that's very true. That is very, very true. Whoever's spending this money on the game doesn't care about money like we do. Yeah, I've got some serious fuck me money. Um, Yeah. The the only, uh, I mean, and the other aspect I really liked about the game, which I wish like more like space exploration games would do is like instead of spending the money to like get those ships so instead of like grinding away forever to buy like a medium ship you can rent ships so you can like go to a starport and be like oh i want to drive a fucking cruiser today so you can rent a ship for x amount of credits a day which i thought was really cool um, or if you need like a specialized ship or you want, or you want a fighter, it's like, Oh, 10,000 credits a day. You, or for X amount of days, you can rent this ship and fucking it's yours until you got to give it back. Um, but I think, I think what the game needs 
is if you're gonna spend that much money, uh, you should you should be given shares in the, yeah. in the company. Or I'm like, serious. I'm like, that's literally what you're doing. You're but you're basically paying for this company to exist. Yeah, and and you're paying for this company to make this game. So, or Just at buy, least you should be allowed to own some of the game. Yeah, or at least put me in the game. Like put me somewhere in the oh, game. Oh, the fuck! Anybody who spends fifty grand is in the game. Yeah, Done. yeah, you're a main character. How many people is that going to be? You're fucking. Oh, is it a hundred? Ooh, boo hoo! Yeah. You got a ton of money. Yeah, That's stupid. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Oh man! Crazy weird scam. Super right. weird. We uh, who's going first? Me. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I said it faster, so. Yeah, I didn't say Down. it at all. So you really beat me to it. Um. Okay. 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 I we are doing sugar and spice this season for the reminder for the listeners, which means one of us is going to cover someone that's good, whatever that means, and then someone's going to cover someone who's bad, whatever that means. It's all it was designed to give us broadness yeah. so that we could pick whatever because we think it'll be funny if we don't play it ahead and we talk about wildly different levels yeah, of exactly. good and evil. So, um, I use this to trick you guys into listening to me tell another story about airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to do uh, tell you a story and then maybe do a bit of a flashback. Maybe a pop forward. Maybe okay. reference a different story. Okay. You know, keep keep a non-linear timeline. Yeah. Keep it more interesting, you know. Uh, that's also a reference to the other guys. Do you remember that bit where Steve Coogan is like explaining that to them? They're like, "How would you tell a story?" And he's like, "Well, oh I think yeah." I might yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the story starts. It's July nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Mitch McConnell is forty seven years old. The Game Boy just came out, and you just watched the maiden flight of America's new stealth bomber, the B two. Things are great. Awesome. Uh, at Stapleton International Airport in Denver, a DC-10 wide-body aircraft registered as United Airlines Flight 232 is scheduled to stop at O'Hare and continue on to Philly. As I'm sure many of you already know this, but I'm going to have to give you a little bit of rundown, a little bit of technical information that's going to be relevant to the story later. Naturally. But you guys already know the DC-10 uses three independent hydraulic systems, each powered by an engine to provide power for the flight control, like the flaps and the rudders. Basically, that just means the engine powers the surfaces that make the plane move there's three of them and they all three power a system okay the three systems are totally redundant so if two of the engines fail one engine can power all three of them great idea hell yeah then if all that fails there's they can crank like a bicycle and make a turbine pop out that'll spin as they're flying through the air and that will power electric backup pumps this is a very redundant system and considered more than adequate by the FAA and it, as there was no known single combination of failures that could possibly make the plane actually uncontrollable. Aboard this aircraft are 296 souls, a pilot, a flight engineer, and a passenger who was actually training as a Czech airman named Denny Fitch, who will be the man of the hour. Okay. Denny was hired by United three years prior and had about 23,000 flight hours, 1,400 of which were in the Air National Guard and 3,000 of which were on the DC-10. So this isn't just some fucking guy. He's been in a plane or two. Um, he'd been training for a while. And in this training, a particular incident had caught his attention. 
now flash into a different story. Okay. August of 1985, a Boeing 747 in Tokyo had a bulkhead fail while the plane was climbing, and the plane explosively decompressed, which tore the tail of the plane off. In flying terms, if you guys don't know, they need the tail. Yeah, you need it. It's kind of important. It is a crucial part of the aircraft. (laughs) So they were... Uh, major bump skied about that. Uh, more drastically, it severed all four hydraulic lines because it has four engines on it. Nice. Um, which is bad. So the plane doesn't have a tail and you can't move any of the flaps. Long story short, after the pilots fight the airplane for control, as they fell 24,000 feet, the right wing hit the top of a mountain range, which flipped the plane on its back and it exploded 32 minutes after the bulkhead failed. Hell yeah. And then the Japanese because it crashed in japan yeah absolutely bungled the rescue op and there was like many survivors who died there uh and out of 524 people on that airplane only four survived jesus christ dude i know so pretty bad so this incident was supposed to be considered impossible and uh it was determined that the failure was from a bad maintenance fix seven years prior and this is what i love about aviation stuff because they're like all right well let's go figure out what happened and they're like that guy did it it was this guy (laughs) on that day they can do that every time because almost every piece in an airplane is serialized with a catalog that can trace it all the way down to the guy stamping it with a hammer that's crazy and I know. It's a great system. Yeah, it's a super yeah. smart idea. We should definitely figure out if an airplane crashes, we gotta know why. Yeah, that I would say if there's smart. any system I want that on, it's airplanes. I would airplanes, like, yeah. yeah. I think it's a really cool element about it. Um so the they fair like seven years prior, they're like, These guys did this fix to the plane and they fucked it up and they killed themselves. I'm not kidding. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah. I was, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah, you know what? I get it. I might do that. I kind of think that should be required in some yeah. of those situations. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so Danny had caught hold of this incident and he studied it closely. He was intrigued by how the pilots handled themselves and what was considered an impossible situation. Um, so he practiced the scenario over and over in a simulator. And, um, you know, it just says something that he did himself as a part of his testing. So now we're back in 1989. Try to keep up. Dennis is sitting in first class, uh, cruising at 37,000 feet when he hears a fucking explosion in the back of the plane. Using his trained years of pilot experience, he determines that something bad has happened. Okay. Uh, okay. Because of the, uh, the explosion. Yeah, naturally. Uh, generally bad. Uh, Not what airplanes. you want to hear on an airplane. No. Last uh, one of the flight attendants going around trying to cool people down because uh, everybody's freaking out because they heard the explosion too, yeah. despite their experience. Um, and she is sobbing. She's going around and like tears are pouring out of her I'm eyes. like, ma'am, you're and- making this worse, actually. I'm freaking out more. <laughs> so Dennis is like, yo, baby girl, this happens. We should be fine. And she's like, oh, no, no, no. Uh, the the um, we, we don't have any control of the plane at all. We don't have any, any control. Nice. So, meanwhile, nice. up front, the autopilot auto-disengages. The captain grabs his column, and he sees something's up with the tail engine. Because th- this is, has two on the wings and one on the tail. Okay. He has no control over it. He can't do anything to it, so he turns the fuel off to that engine with the valve. And the co-pilot is reporting that his controls don't do anything. He's, like, cranking this thing to, this would kill us yeah. on every direction, <laughs> and it's not doing shit. 
and the pilot is, well, the plane is starting to bank and dive, which is just, you get it. Yeah. Uh, they managed to fix this by adjusting engine power while the flight engineer reports that none of the hydraulic systems are working, a previously considered impossible situation. So they're like, all right, crank out the air turbine. It doesn't work. Uh, something was broken. So, nice, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, they call a United Airlines maintenance, and they're like, hey, so what's up? Well, what do we do? And they're like, we don't have any. We don't. This isn't in our manuals. We don't. This isn't we, supposed to happen. We have no clue. So, um, we don't. You really. might be lying, actually. They're like, are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Check again. <laughs> uh, the flight attendant was like, so we come back, flight attendant, she's like, nah, nah, nah. They don't control the plane at all. She heard all that, and she's trying to be like, God, oh my it's God. okay, but it's Girl, not okay. shut up. So Danny, like any good man, like any good man decides he's going to head up to the cockpit and get himself a proper gander. Hell yeah. Because this is a plane that needs a pilot situation. This, I mean, this is a plane... The plane is out of control. They need a pilot. So that means every man is standing up and getting to the cockpit. Yeah. He has to fight past all yeah. of them to get up there. Excuse me. I have the most flight hours. Yeah. And they're like, I concede. Um, as is man etiquette in these scenarios. Exactly. So um, the plane starts what's called a fugoid cycle, which is where if it doesn't have any control over it, it's kind of like if you make a shitty paper airplane, how it kind of like goes down and then it catches the yeah, wind and goes up yeah. a little and goes, yeah. And uh, they can't control that very much. It's making everybody feel a bit uh, rumbly in their tummies. Yeah, tumbles. a bit uneasy. And um, the vomit bags in the back begin filling up. Denny comes into the co- cockpit, and he's like, hey, bud, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. The pilot's like, hey, Dennis, look out the window. Uh, does any of our wing stuff work? And he's like, no. No, not no, at all. None of it's not. Dennis like, bet, brother, I know exactly what to do. No, I know exactly what to do He's like, here. bro, I've done this a million times. They're like, what? Actually. And so the captain takes the column, which is the part with the steering wheel on yeah. it. And Dennis handles the throttles, and he is just by himself. That's what he's doing. And he levels out the fugoid and starts steering the plane using the throttles. Damn. Uh, The captain's column doesn't really do anything. Yeah, he's he's like, I'm helping. (laughs) On the radio, they organize an emergency landing in Iowa, which is terrible news. Iowa? Oh, God help us. The plane blows up and you're in Iowa? That sucks. (laughs) God, yeah. so incredible, dude! Dying in Iowa, no, so the bad. worst, bro. <sighs> if you die in Iowa, you don't go to heaven or hell. You just stay. <laughs> you in don't Iowa. go to heaven or hell. Yeah, yeah. You stay in Iowa. Uh, incredibly, the pilots are in pretty good humor talking to air traffic control. Uh, Fitch says, "I'll tell you what, we'll have a beer when this is all done." Haynes says, "Well, the captain says, well, I don't drink, but I'll sure as hell have one." Yeah. Uh, Sioux City Approach says, "United, uh, United two thirty two heavy. The wind's currently three six zero at one one three sixty at eleven. You're cleared to land on any runway." And uh, the captain laughs. He says, "Roger, you want to be particular and make it a runway?" Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll land another runway. I guess. Okay. <laughs> So they go back and forth, but they decide that they're going to drop the landing gear for the landing. Uh, there's, It's kind of – sometimes that is good. Sometimes it's bad to do that. Uh, long story short, they thought it might be helpful to give them better control if they lower these because um, hydraulic fluid might come out so that they could use it and get yeah. some control surfaces. It doesn't work. They uh, can barely steer this thing as it can basically only make right turns. So they end up lining up with a closed runway that doesn't have the emergency crews on it. Because they were like, we're going to go to this one. And they're like, all right, set. And then they're like, uh, uh, now yeah. we're going to a different one now. And they're we, like, go, go, go. We actually don't have control of where we're going, I <laughs> <was a> guess. <laughs> they're like, we will try for the runway, yeah. they said. 
Um, they're going about 100 miles per hour too fast and dropping six times faster than is considered safe for cool, landing in cool. a huge three-engine wide-body aircraft. Right before the plane lands, it starts to pitch into a dive uh, because kind of a ground effect problem. Dennis, at the last second, pushes the throttles to level the plane. He is doing this, kneeling behind the console on the ground, strapped into nothing. He's nice. just, That's everyone good. else has got their shit on, and he's like, nah, Don't until the last it. second. Could you imagine slowly crashing a plane on purpose? Dude. I uh, know I couldn't unbelievable yeah, that's I have because of working at the airport I got to talk to people who just crashed airplanes and, <laughs> dude that's tough most of, the, most of the time they're just like oh yeah oh I saw one guy forgot to put his landing gear down just ruined his plane that's crazy dude because <laughs> that's like one of the golden rules of landing you put your landing gear down <laughs> critical yeah. um so they're slowly crashing the plane it doesn't work out to level the plane off in time the engines don't respond that fast so the right wing hits the ground and immediately bursts into flame smashing the plane into ground and rolling it over Ooh. uh bad yeah. uh, so there were 296 people aboard and 112 people died damn 35 of them died just from the smoke inhalation of the post-crash fire, but uh, many people were able to walk themselves off the plane. Um, they only killed 12 out of 52 kids, so... Oh, uh, not a bad ratio. Horrible, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all the lap children died, so, oh, just damn. by the way, guys. Yeah, yeah don't put them, them in your lap. Uh, rescuers did... This quote was crazy. It said, Rescuers did not identify the debris that was the remains of the cockpit with four crew members alive inside until 35 minutes after the crash. I'm like, what did it look yeah, like? Holy, holy shit. shit. Oh my... Actually, I wonder if I can find it. How... Well, yeah, what year was this? 89. 89, okay. There's uh, There's gotta be pictures somewhere. There's gotta cockpit. be, dude. It's got to be a picture of the cockpit, right? Yeah. They said they couldn't recognize it. That's crazy. They're like, where the fuck is that thing? That's insane. It must have been I know. fucked up. So they smashed pretty bad. Um, Fitch suffered a punctured lung, broken ribs, contusions, bruises, the whole nine yards, yeah. concussion. Uh, incredibly, this happened right as there was a shift change at the local uh, burn center, which was also the regional burn center. And so there were twice as many people there as normal. Nice. And the Air National Guard was doing an exercise there with 285 people that had – so they were trained personnel for triage. So they just That's had – crazy, uh, dude. Yeah. They were, and those were the disaster response people. That's like why they were there. So they were like, oh, oh okay. Hey, real life scenario. <laughs> Let's go, dude. Go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one's the real – they're like, wow, this simulation's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> These people almost look really dead. <laughs> so there were obviously ass loads of investigations after yeah. um aviation experts all over and companies all over ran their own simulations to try and recreate the landing most of the simulations didn't even make it close to the airport and no one was able to replicate the success of their landing damn um F fitch's quick actions and the work of the crew is considered some of the best ever and is to this day referred to as the impossible landing that's great which you gotta i'm like you guys have to understand yeah a hundred people died but, but like everybody else killed everybody yeah yeah, Every, yeah. you know what i the mean like they saved, anyone, they saved 200 lives yeah the likelihood of anyone making it out uh, just alive 
from that. It's like slim, like to oh, and they so Dennis, very experienced pilot, twenty three thousand. The captain, super experienced pilot, he had thirty thousand hours. Damn. And uh, Dennis Fitch, it was one of the singular most qualified people in the world for this exact scenario. That's so crazy, dude! When <laughs> shit like that happens, of like, yeah, I have that happens. That is the guy that happens in my story too, where it's like that one, no shit, yeah, that one person yes. who had to be there was there, and and it's what oh, unraveled we everything. Had that once too. Oh yeah, when that the guy field. The diamond I'm, one realized yeah. to like the guy like, who's a surveyor. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no yeah. way. Yeah, that shit is so crazy. Um, so let's see. Oh yeah, even after the NTSB said the events were too insane to train for, they're like, I mean, we, it just shouldn't happen. Yeah, that they're much. like, we just don't know how we could possibly train for that. Yeah, throw uh, in the said, scenario. Yeah, the report said under the circumstances, United Airlines flight crew performance was highly commendable and greatly exceeded reasonable expectations. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like say. everybody's like, it's fine if you guys just crashed and died. Yeah. You would expect yeah. that, really. <laughs> um, I could have told you this story probably from memory because I've heard it so many times. Uh, I saw it on the Modern Marvel's Engineering Disasters episode back oh. in the old days of History Channel. Damn, okay. But also, um, uh if you're it's such a pilot it's a famous famous pilot story like it, it, you know and it's famous in engineering too uh because of how they were able to track down what caused all the problems um dennis himself missed his original flight by only five minutes uh resulting in him being on this one so it was like a very narrow coincidence that he ended up on this plane this wasn't the original plane that he planned to um, he did pilot and eventually become a motivational speaker until his death in 2019. Um, and he probably bought a never, never bought another beer the rest of his Dude, fucking life. Dude, holy shit. <laughs> Could you fucking yeah. imagine being that guy? Uh, f- weird fun fact, they put some of the dialogue from this incident in the mission in GTA 5 when you shoot down the private jet. That's fucking, that's not great. <laughs> Why would they do that? <laughs> like, what? Who's the autist? That's kind of crazy. Who's the autist <laughs> that knows about this story and, like, as they're developing GTA, is like, oh, I got a great idea to put I got, yeah, yeah, I gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, the, you can hear the pilot chatter is the same as one of the, is the same as the pilot chatter they were talking about. That's like, crazy. Uh, like, oh. I was like, what a weird Yeah, fact. what a weird thing to Did put in. Did you think in. I was going to talk about Grand Theft Auto Five at the no, end of the story? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, that's, but yeah, that's Dennis Fitch. I love little facts like that, though. Uh, what yeah, a G. Too. Fucking train him for that Pretty exact... Pretty cool. Exact, I thought that was a really cool story. Um, that exact scenario. And then fucking a got to put was in real time. Guy. The guy. The guy. And, and what I love is he's like, oh, because the Japanese blew it i yeah. mean frankly like that pilot i mean they those pilots did the best they could but they died yeah. and he was like i could do better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did he's like yeah it's like i told you guys i could do better <laughs> um damn so, yeah, yeah that is a fucking insane story uh yeah what what's fuck? yours let's see yours hold. is the, the spice yeah hold on one sec i just hit the enter button a bunch of times on my notes so oh go down there we go um so i decided that i'm gonna cover the bad guy because they're usually more fun and easier to cut it easier to make fun of so um so i decided that i'm gonna uh cover dick turpin uh who's one of the most famous highwaymen of all time 
it's also kind of hard to cover bad guys because I can't remember who we've covered and who we haven't. We that's true. Yeah, and so I know. I, yeah, I, I and I'm, I'm sure I know we haven't covered this guy, but like while I was looking through stuff, I was like, have we done this one before? Because we've put out so many episodes now. But uh, so. Dick Turpin, name is Richard, but we're going to call him Dick. Is, we're calling him, yeah, we're, we're calling yeah, him Dick. Yeah, we're calling him Dick. Is uh, known as the King of the Highwaymen. Uh, this is mostly thanks to author William Ainsworth, who played a pivotal role in immortalizing Dick Turpin as this like, this, like dashing, charming highwayman who would, who would rob from the rich while also charming the ladies and, like, you know, writing stories about how he... He held up this stagecoach and then danced with the, in the night with this guy's lady and was just, you know, all around a real fucking, you know, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say charming again, but essentially, yeah, he was just a ladies' man, a womanizer, Sexy. fucking, yeah, a sex yeah. pot, dude. Uh, hound? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, big fan of that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he was. A fucking dick. He was a real dick. You know, he stood true to his name. So he was born in New Hampton, uh, Essex, at the Bluebell Inn. Now, the date of his birth, no one really fucking knows. It was sometime late 1600s, early 1700s. Back then, no one gave a cinnamon toast fuck about when you were born. Not like the snowflakes today that need a participation trophy for just being fired out of their mom's baby cannon. Fuck, <laughs> fuck your birthday. Your birthday doesn't mean shit. With that being said, my coming and up candles, soon. brother. Yeah, cakes, cakes and, and candles. candles. Um, so I'll never say happy birthday again. I never cakes, cakes and, and candles, candles brother. Is too yeah. good. Masculine way to Dude, say happy, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> um, so his dad was a butcher slash innkeeper, and it's believed that at some point in his younger years he went into the butcher field, but couldn't really hack it. So uh, again, no one, yeah, right. Uh, no one kept couldn't cut it. Couldn't cut it. Yeah. Not the right cut of the meat for the job. So no yeah. one kept records back then, so all this is like, eh, you know, maybe yeah. shave or give yeah. a couple of years. Um so And they'd ask they would ask people him directly and he'd be like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, you know, like probably hardly knew how old he was. History was an imprecise yeah. science back then. Um so he fucks up the butcher trade and then Fucks off to London, and I believe him being a butcher is how he kind of started rubbing elbows with nefarious individuals, because at the time, poaching was really popular, uh, like deer poaching. Uh, it was so popular that the Black Act was passed in 1723, which basically was a law uh, to yoink groups of deer poachers and you know cut back on the amount of illegal fucking deer hunting. So it's believed that through being a butcher... Where was this? What country? What? This was in New Hampton, Essex, and also London. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so uh, it was believed through being a butcher is how he got involved with the Essex gang in the early 1730s. So the Essex, Essex gang includes Samuel Gregory, his brothers Jeremiah and Jasper, Joseph Rose, Mary Brazier, and John Jones, and Thomas... Oh, I'm sorry, Thomas Rowden and John Wheeler. So, Old Turpin joins the gang, the Essex boys, as I like to call them, and, and at the time, they're like, you know what, fuck poaching, not enough money, we're gonna go straight into full B&Es. And they basically go and rob farmhouses due to how remote they were, and, you know, obviously back then, they're, okay, can I fucking help you? 
uh, there, yeah, there was farmers didn't, didn't have scatter gas. Yeah, exactly. And like, there wasn't no fucking phone. So like, it was going to take forever for anyone to get the law on them. Um, so they liked it cause it was remote. They could take their time going through the house, finding the valuables and the money. Um, and they weren't like a, tell me where things are and no one gets hurt. They were more of a, I'm going to hurt you right off the jump. Then I'm going to ask you where your things are. Just so you know, I'm serious. Uh, one, Good. one B and E was exceptionally brutal, uh, where the gang broke into this, the house of Joseph Lawrence and this dude the was like, breaks into Joseph yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was like hella old and he ran, uh, the, this farm and by all, you know, by all accounts, he was a good, uh, you know, boss. Basically he paid his workers super well. He treated them really well. So the gang breaks in, they drag this old man downstairs, they beat his ass, and they're like, tell us where the money is, Boner, and this dude will just, like, not talk. He's like, I'm not telling you shit, bitch. You can't, uh, old people are especially stubborn. stubborn. Especially back then, bro, they seen some shit, so. Yeah, true. Um, So they beat the piss out of him, uh, and one of the gang members goes and sexually assaults the female servant, uh, and then I believe Dick Turpin, uh, was the one to do this. He pulled the man's pants down and then made him sit on an open fire before pouring boiling water on his head and then beating him some more. Uh, Why? Yeah, dude, right? Exactly. Necessary. So, super not chill guys. And finally, the old man tells them where the goods are, they steal everything, and they leave. And so... They go around robbing and beating up old people, and then sometime after 1735, the gang breaks up. A lot of speculation on what exactly happened and that caused the gang to part ways, but uh, it was basically because uh, some of the gang members got arrested, and one gang member in particular, John Wheeler, got arrested, and um, also, I don't understand how you get arrested back then. Just run away. Just, uh, like, run away. What, are they going to tase you, bro? Yeah, just dude. Leave. Yeah, just leave that's a you that's all you got to do it's pretty easy uh just not even be there yeah so he gets probably find anybody back then you know he gets pinched and immediately starts snitching which i get it little bit well listen in the the, yeah in this time there's no like you're gonna go to jail it's like you're gonna get hung for sure Uh, we'll probably just rip your fingers off yeah yeah exactly (laughs) we're just gonna we're gonna torture you and kill you so Uh, uh, um so a bunch of the gang gets arrested and they're either sent to the colonies or they are uh, executed. So they basically just, you know, break up because they have to. Uh, luckily, old Turpin did not get hemmed up and he continued on his criminal path. He rode with another remaining member of the gang for a little bit, sticking people up, uh, sticking people up when they could. But eventually the men parted ways and Turpin was on his own. On, in, around 1736, he links up with this feller by the name of Tom King. They meet each other because Tom was riding his horsey down the highway, and Turpin pops out of the shadows and like, "Give me all your money!" And ah! and and then it turns into the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other because Tom was also a highwayman that was looking to rob people, and they're like, "Oh my Wait, god, this is a crazy coincidence!" Wait, you don't have anything? Yeah, I don't have anything. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's just team up, and so they start riding together. Uh, the partnership didn't last long because, according to records, not long after they linked up, Tom had a run-in with a posse put together to take down highwaymen. And while struggling with one of the boys in blue, uh, he misfired his pistol misfires, 
And they be doing that. Yeah, they, yeah. they're flintlocked. Oh, yeah, so his <laughs> pistol misfires, and he can't draw his other one. And he's like, Turpin, shoot this guy, or they're going to kill us. So Turpin pulls out his pistol, takes aim, fires. Unfortunately, they're flintlocks. Miss target completely kills Tom. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. dang yeah. it. Classic shooting your partner instead I of the cops. I hate these goddamn things. Yeah. Um, so Tom dies, and he's, he's like, like... It should be way easier <laughs> yeah, to hit the people yeah. you point at. Um, so... Tom dies and Turpin's like fuck so he takes off and slithers back into his whole his little hideout in Epping Forest on May 4th of 1970 or I'm sorry 37 while roughing it out in the woods a forest keeper named Thomas Morin comes upon Turpin and is like whoa you're coming with me criminal boy and Turpin is like, yeah, sure, whatever you say, and blasts the fuck out of him with his mouse tools. Just puts a hole in him. Nice. And uh, <laughs> kills the shit out of him. And so... Fuck yeah. Yeah. T- uh, a big old, like, 75 yeah, pound hole. Yeah. So <sighs> Turpin kills this guy, flees, and once the body is found, a bounty is put out on Turpin for $200, which is, like, close to fucking 15 grand in today's money. Uh, Damn. Yeah, a lot of money for that dude. I pop a cap in Yeah, dude, hell yeah, 100%. So after killing that guy, he's like, well, I should probably fucking be hitting the old dusty trail. And he takes his murdering ass up to York and puts on a little disguise, telling people his name is John Palmer. And that he is, in fact, a horse trader. And by horse trader, that meant he would bounce from two different towns. And when he was in one town, he'd steal horses from the other and sell it to the other town. Um, and he it would just go back and forth like that. does that. not sound Not at all. So, um... So, he did this for about a year, and it was surprisingly going very well. Unfortunately, Turpin is a dickhead and doesn't know how to control his temper, and that's eventually what gets him in trouble. One day in 1738, he's out gallivanting around, and I guess there was a rooster on the street that was looking at him funny, so he fucking shoots the thing and throws it over a fence. (laughs) And so... um, Just zero impulse control. Yeah, uh, exactly. So he shoots shoots this rooster, and some fucking guy uh, by the name of uh, John Robinson sees this happen, and he's like, "Whoa, dude, that was so and so's rooster. Why the cock blasting in the streets? Exactly, you can't be cock blasting in the streets." So this dude John is like, "Hey, man, that was this guy's rooster. Why'd you do that?" And Turpin fucking looks at him and is like, "Well, if you let me reload my pistol, I'll fucking shoot you too." And uh, John is like, okay, never mind, and runs off immediately, tells police. And so the police oh. arrest Turpin, who at this point is still John Palmer. They don't know who he is. So they question Turpin, and he's like, oh, boo-hoo, I was in debt and the other town over there, so I came here to start a new life. And police are like, yeah, okay, hold on. So they go to that town, and they start asking about him, and the police there are like, oh, yeah, we know him. Fuck that guy. He's wanted for stealing horses over here. That's the horse stealer. Yeah, that's the goddamn horse thief. So police were like, oh, good shit. We got us a live one. Uh, Because horse theft at the time is a capital crime. So Turpin gets transferred from uh, his little jail cell to the big boy castle prison to await trial. So at this point, they still don't know he's Dick Turpin. And he's wanted for a laundry list of crime. Of crimes. He just, you know, they think he's just John Palmer who's fucking... um, arrested uh, for horse thieving uh turpin's like okay well let me get some people to vouch for my character for my horse thieving at my trial and like okay get some character witnesses together so in 1739 
he like he writes a letter to his brother-in-law and he's like hey man can you muster up some folk to act like they know me and say i'm a real swell guy so the letter gets to the post office back in essex honestly i don't know well so the letter gets back to the post office in essex and his brother-in-law goes to pick up the mail, and he's like, "Who the fuck is John Palmer?" He's like, "I'm not paying the postage for John this." John Palmer. Yeah, he's like, "I'm not." I, he's like, "I don't talk to nobody." In, oh in, yeah, that's back when you sent mail collect. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Someone would walk it all the way over to if you the dude across the country, and be like, "I don't want that." Yeah, shit. yeah, I'm not paying for that. And you're like, "Well, all right, you're not. I guess I can't give this to you." So uh, he's like, "I don't know anyone in York, and it's I don't so waste." Do fucking insane, bro! Insane how they used to th- do things. He's like. <laughs> He's like, I don't know anybody in York. I don't know fucking anyone named John Palmer. I'm not paying the postage for this. And doesn't take the letter. Uh, Unfortunately for Turpin, someone did pay the postage for the letter. A man by the name of James Smith. Uh, All by the way. Yeah, who is James Smith, you might be wondering. He's the only person capable of identifying Turpin by his handwriting. He was, uh, yeah, he was Turpin's teacher when he was growing up. He recognizes the handwriting, so he goes and tells the magistrate, who pays the postage, opens the letter, and reads it, and James is like, oh, yeah, that's Dick Turpin for sure. And then... Oh, my God. So, so, uh, the magistrate's like, will you go to York and identify him? And he's like, yeah, of course. Fuck yeah, I'll do that. And so, he ends up, he ends up, ends up going to fucking York, positively IDs Turpin, which, um... He also ends up testifying at Dick Turpin's trial. And on February 23rd, 1739, James testifies to Dick Turpin's identity, and the authority was like, oh, we fucking got him. We got him so good. We got him so good. And so back when all you could just say, you're like, I'm someone else. And they're like, like who, is, uh, this who is this man? Yeah. This guy is just a mystery. <laughs> and, you're, and you're like 20 miles away from where you grew up. It, 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 <laughs> crazy. So uh, there were some disputes about you know where turpin should be uh where he should be tried and executed uh but at, at the end of it his because his crimes were fucking all over the place uh, all over the place but at the end his case yes. went forward in york aziz's sense well everything he was charged with was punishable by death they were like who gives a fuck just put him like try him somewhere he's gonna die regardless um, so a bunch of character witnesses actually did take the stand, uh, but they just wanted to talk shit about Turpin. They just said mean things about him. <laughs> like, fuck this guy, <laughs> dude. Um, so, uh, what the fuck? yeah. So when it came time for the jury to deliberate, they were like, yeah, we don't even need to leave the courthouse. That dude's guilty. And, uh, so two weeks pass and it's time for Dick Turpin to swing. Uh, he paid some mourners to follow his little carriage to the gallows he walks up the steps. He talks to the executioner guy for like half an hour. And as they're reading him his rights or whatever, and they're like, any last words? He's like, yeah, how about this? And he just jumps off the gallows himself and hangs himself. Um, Dude, badass. Yeah, hard move. Hard move, to be bad honest. Badass. Hard move. So Because it's like, did he? I guess, did he break his neck then? Uh, No, no. He, he did not fall hard enough to break his neck, so he just choked to death. Uh, Yeah. He's yeah. like, oh, yeah, well, watch this. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone just sit, sits there like, yeah. like okay. damn, okay. Uh, uh, they just let him do it. Hard move. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible death. So um, he swings from the gallows most of the day so they can be sure he's dead, and then they bury his body. Immediately, grave robbers dig him up and they're trying to sell his body to science 
And nice. the town, though, was like, oh, hey, that's not going to happen. So the town goes and finds Dick Turpin's body, and then they rebury it, cover it in quick lie, and then so it'll decompose faster. And they're like, all right, see you later. Uh, and then, you know, years and years later is when all the stories about how he's this super romanticized fucking um, silver tongued highway men come out, and it revitalizes Dick Turpin's legacy. Um, and it's the only Whoa. reason he's remembered to this day. It's the only the only reason people know who he is because some dude wrote a book about it. And and it kind of I mean he was pretty mid. Yeah, exactly. Overall. Yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. do anything crazy. And it was around the time that like dime novels were like super popular, and and so it was a story of thievery, Robin Hood esque uh, shenanigans, and you know just fucking over. Uh, sensationalized bullshit, and people bought it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, he's the king of highwaymen. He was just a fucking asshole. So uh, that's he's just it. some asshole. Yeah, exactly. That's I it. love that we get. To, sometimes you just choose some asshole to remember. Yeah, yeah, forever. and you immortalize them in history. And now forever. he is the king of highwaymen, even though he just like wasn't very good at his job. Um, but yeah, that is the story of fucking king of the highwaymen, Dick Turpin. Uh, I would say it's a sugary episode then. Yeah, a very Dennis sugary Fish episode. Was a way nicer guy than that. Guy way bad, cooler honestly. way cooler was, guy dude yeah so cool uh, oh, this I'm, guy saved 200 lives how many this guy didn't even kill anybody it, right? no he, he killed two people he shot his partner oh, and then killed dude, that that's right keeper. yeah uh, well yeah i don't even want to put the partner one on yeah, him, dude, yeah. I, I mean it was pretty, barely count I, it was pretty funny though he was like oh, i'll get this cop shoots his partner he's like, ooh, 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 i'm gonna go ahead and go <laughs> <laughs> what did you do that the, the for? The cop's like, thanks, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're free to go. <laughs> yeah. You helped out a law enforcement officer. Uh, but yeah, that is the story of Dick Turpin, who is... Perfect. Yeah, that's a good. Sucks. That's a good opener. That gives I agree. That a lot of yeah. room to go okay. either way with yeah, it. Yeah, we can fucking go all over the place. Um, yeah, so we'll be back fucking... Yeah, next, next goddamn week. week. Yeah, next uh, week. Do we, do we got a recommendation? Uh, I don't. To be honest, I haven't. I you got something to recommend? Because I, I just, yeah, I I finally got around. I'm way late to the game, and I yeah. got a bunch of Golden Globes, so everybody already knows about it. But I finally watched Beef. It was very, very, very. Oh good. yeah, Beef's great. I loved Beef. Beef was awesome. That's a really good, uh, really good show. You did see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I wish we could talk about it. I I feel like we talked about it on the podcast, but it was like I was I told you I was like oh, I yeah. I only watched it last week. Yeah, because I was like we started watching Beef, and I explained a little bit about it. yeah. That was a really really good show. Crazy, <laughs> insane. Uh, I didn't. They're gonna do three seasons. They, what? Uh, How? how the fuck whatever the thing about that show is i'm like this all could have been avoided if y'all just chilled the fuck out like if that's the whole point yeah Yeah. yeah. if you would have just i I really liked i was saying from like episode two i was like these two love each other yeah like they're perfect for each other bonding and hatred i was saying the whole time i was like they're gonna end up together and i was watching with lizzie and she was like no way and i was like no they they for sure for sure yeah i nailed it yeah Yeah, that's exactly what happened I was so worried that his fucking brother died. I was like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. If his he's fucking sweet dead, baby boy, sweet baby. Dude, boy. I know. 
He was such a innocent, big bug, yeah. big dumb dumb. Like, such innocent a little idiot. Dude. Yeah, uh, the the uh, um, the fucking pinnacle of a himbo is his brother. It's so funny because I have a Korean friend whose younger brother ended up like taller and hotter than him. Oh, <laughs> tough, dude. And I was like, man, that's so that weird. sucks, buddy. That I sucks. hate it when that happens. Yeah, that's the worst. That <laughs> he is grows the better worst. facial hair and everything. Oh, oh son of man, a bitch. I'd be so angry. I'd be so I know. angry. So angry, but uh, yeah, I guess go watch Beef. You don't have nothing. It's good. I just like trying to think. What have I watched? Um, Nothing new. What media have I ingested? Oh, they cloned Tyrone. Really good movie. Did I? I told you to watch that, right? You told me to watch that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, great movie. movie. You want to talk about it? We can. We can talk about. We'll talk about it next. We're at one twenty six right now. We'll talk about it next episode. All right, let me Uh, put that on my. Yeah, put it on your notes. Yeah. That's a good idea. Um, Lake Clone Tyrone was fucking excellent movie. Yeah, yeah they, so. I like. I don't know when I because I had seen the thumbnail for it on Netflix forever, and I was like, oh, I don't know. But uh, I'm glad I watched it. It was a really good movie. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I got it on my notes. All right, cool. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Be kind to others. Be kind to yourself. Love you so much. Bye bye.